One, two, episode, what episode is this? 223, the Jordan uh, episode with like an extra 200 added on to it. <laughs> Jordan plus 200, not as good. I, I'm not going to land that metaphor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> episode 223, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to get it in. What's going on, Josh? Man, nothing big man it was a really uh you know relaxed i've been trying to like working on some stuff but like been a real chill you know what i mean after like the last madness of like it was my daughter's birthday that it was and we were trying to get my other daughter to college like it's just been like a craziness it's been actually like much more relaxed week of like more chilled out you know what i mean the end of the summer is for me at least um it's been almost too chill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need some of y'all to hit me up you know, <laughs> for some for some work so I can get some paper. But yeah, it's been like uh real nice and, and relaxed. Yeah. This this end of summer is 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 going out on a real smooth type tip. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the NFL came back. You know what I yeah. mean? Fucking Eagles won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat Detroit. I mean it was against the Lions, so <laughs> yes, I don't know if that actually counts. I think that counts as like half <laughs> yeah. a win. I was gonna say they don't actually give you a full W nah. when you beat the Lions. Shout out like to Detroit. Yeah. Like we love niggas in the D, but Yeah, yeah, you, definitely. Y'all y'all know how y'all team is. Like, come on. Yeah, for sure. I mean it's a lot dog, like I they have literally never been good in my lifetime. Dog, it's crazy. <laughs> uh I was explaining the list uh how bad the Lions were when we were kids. I said they had Barry Sanders on their team for yeah. many, many, many years. I don't know exactly how long Barry fucking played. But I was like, imagine the greatest football player probably ever. Certainly at his position. One of if 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 you if you could name, you know, three of the greatest, you mm-hmm. absolutely have to have Barry in that conversation. And I was like, and they still stunk. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> And had, like was, what was my man's name? Herman Moore. They had Herman, Herman Moore. Moore. <laughs> and the other receiver. They had like 2,000-yard receivers. Right. Barry Sanders. And they never won. They were terrible. Yeah. Dog, how, how's that possible? Dog, they're need, so that's the 30 bad. for 30 we need. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Dog, they're so bad that people have talked about like, yo, is there a way to get them off Thanksgiving? Because no one wants yeah. to watch the Lions play yeah. on Thanksgiving, dog. It's, it's, why do had, they always play on Thanksgiving? Why? I don't why know. I think there's some kind of thing way back in the day, like way yeah, back. It's just in a the, tradition. Yeah, like before, like maybe even black folks was playing, like they're allowed to play in the <laughs> league or something. Like it's big goes back. I think when it was just like all Irish niggas, yeah, with like the leather helmets with mm-hmm. no face, no face guard, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When dudes was like dying on the field and like the <laughs> on the line, they would just d- literally die on the field. Yeah, yeah. That's when the yeah. NFL. You know what I mean? That's when that shit goes back to. But yeah, this. I don't know, man. Like they are, you know. Shout out to them because, like, you know, they got a Philly kid on their team and in DeAndre Swift. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, 
My he son. was balling out a little bit too yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he's a good yeah. good kid too. I, I hate to say he's not a kid anymore. He's like twenty something, so he ain't a kid anymore. But like I, I known him since he was in high school. Like you know, yeah. barely. I, I knew his pop a little better, but um, yeah, yeah. my son knew him a, a little bit. Like I've known him uh, a little well. I actually know like four or five kids in the league right now. Man, it's crazy. That's um, wild. That is wild. Yeah, it's one of those things too where you like. I finally got to the age. You know how you've like watched sports and you're always like. You think about yourself playing the sport, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've got finally to that age where I'm just like, I don't even think about myself playing the sport. No, I'm oh no, too old. not at all. Like, I'm too not old to like be like, oh man, you know, if I was out there doing this, it's like, no, nah, I'm too old. I, these just... niggas could be my kids, like these niggas for real. Honestly, <laughs> they can be. Like, man, that like, could be my son out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is out there balling. That's real shit. Like, I, I know a couple kids that, like, are out there that are, like, around my son's age. Maybe a couple years older, but, like, right around my son's age. And it's like, oh, I saw them play, like, Little League football and high school football. And they're, like, in the NFL now. I'm old. Like, I, I'm officially just like, yeah, I'm old, man. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. That's one thing I have been doing is uh, not reckoning with age. Or anything like that. Because I'm, like, comfortable at being my mm-hmm. age and all that kind of shit. I'm not like, oh, man, like, I wish I was still fucking, like, 20-something. Because, like, I ain't yeah. no shit when I was 20. Like, you Ugh. know what I mean? That that lack of uh, insight, foresight, yeah. more sight, like, <laughs> that I had in my 20s, never again. No, nah, I, I really enjoy where I'm at, like, in, in life. Like, I, I forget who posted it. Um, I can't remember who posted it, and I they they said something about like yo, you know, like really feeling like they like, you know, they life's just coming together, and they're like forty something years old, and like I go with the joint you said. I've heard you know like you know me and you talked about several times. Just like yo, I feel like I'm just getting started. Like I'm forty one. Yeah. I feel like I'm just getting started, man. Yeah, it's it's funny because I feel like I'm just getting started, but I also feel beat up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I feel. A lot of potential, and I'm like, yo, you know, uh, if I'm if I'm like if I need something, I can make it happen. I could do stuff. I feel very powerful and very uh, like connected and and moving and doing things that I want to do. And I'm able to take an idea from uh, point A to point B in a way that I never could. But I also feel like I've been like run through the fucking ringer and and you know a billion people on the planet have had way tougher lives yeah, than me man, whatever, man. you know what i'm saying but <laughs> i still but I, doesn't I have count your personal experience either you know I, what absolutely I mean? absolutely i but i definitely i feel both energies i feel a lot of like like literally this morning uh liz said to me like like what the fuck like how do you wake up like that <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i woke up like Ah, yeah, it turned go. on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I had so much energy when I got up this morning. And mind you, I woke up at nine. Uh, we're recording this at noon. I went to bed at like five thirty. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? So I'm not even on eight hours of sleep. But I woke up like I hit a line of coke and just like hopped out the bed ready. Uh, but I also feel very, very beat up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's I'm I'm trying to have the good energy outweigh the beat up energy. If that makes sense. I've been trying. I feel you 100%. Because I've been trying to do like. Me and you talked about it. I've been trying to get up earlier. Like I got to a rip of like getting up at 9 or 10 o'clock every day. 
And like the, <clears throat> I told you, the one day I woke up, it was like noon, and I mm-hmm. felt like shit because the whole day was gone. So I've been trying to get up, and that's what I've been doing. I, I've been like, I don't do what you do. I can't get up through the like the, the screaming into the day of like, <laughs> bam, just like fired into the day. I get up and I like sit in bed for like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. just like collecting everything and. Yeah. Trying to stay off my phone for that first mm-hmm. couple of minutes, like yo, leave my phone to the side. Um, just let it sit there, just like get up, try to collect myself, stretch a little bit, like just like slowly yeah. get into my day. You know what That's I mean? That's the way. Yeah. That's the way. Have like a nice, soft, quiet morning, and and collect yourself. Yeah. That's what I try to do, dude. I try, I get up. Once I, you know, get myself going, do this, that, 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 and the third, get everything moving, I, like, sit down in the morning. I never, like, just sit down right away and start working. Unless it's, like, I'm late on a deadline and, like, holy shit, I need to get up at, like, 6 in the morning to make sure I get this turned in by 8 or some shit. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, it's, like, I get up in the morning, I fucking slowly ease into my day, and then I work for a while. Like, yo, man, like... I don't want to like shoot. Like, first of all, my body just ain't built for it no more. Like, yeah, yeah. I woke up this morning in intense pain. My back is killing me as we speak. So, mm. like, I got physical therapy later, and I'm like not even looking forward to it because I'm like, oh, my fucking back's already hurting. Um, and then I'm gonna go push. You know, I gotta go do shit in, in physical therapy. But I'm like, I'm trying to do like you know, slowly ease into my days before I start writing or doing something like that. Because like this, this shit also, man, like respecting the fact of like, yo man, we're not machines and you're allowed to rest. Mm-hmm. So like, if, yeah. if I don't like, there's days that go by sometimes and I don't do a lot of stuff and I'm just like, damn, sometimes I start to beat myself. And I'm like, damn man, like I, w- I should have got some more. And I'm just like, yeah, but all the stuff that had to be done, got done. It got done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we got, Shit in the, in the folder Everything else is cool We're sitting there Everything's done I'm not gonna push myself Cause man Like I fucking killed myself For a lot of years Man Like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and bust my ass For a job That when I got hurt Like they didn't give a fuck Jesus Yeah And it's yeah. just like So I don't wanna do that shit no more And then like What we're doing Is all stuff that I wanna work on And, and stuff that I wanna do So you know what I mean? If I need to, I need a mental health day. I may need three or four mental health days in a row just because I mm-hmm. need that shit. You know what I mean? I need a do nothing ass day. Yeah. Now that, you're, now that you're saying it, because I kind of um, work on autopilot. Like I yeah. just get up and just boom, 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 boom. Uh, but yeah, now that you're saying it, I literally am going to take a day, maybe Friday, maybe not. But um, it, it depends on how the week shake out. But yeah, I'm gonna take a day. I'm not gonna do shit. I'm mm-hmm. gonna just like sit around and like eat and fucking watch Rick and Morty or some goofy shit. Yo, you know what I mean, just do nothing. It's you got to sometimes, bro. Got to some new season of Cobra Kai drop. Like maybe you take a day, just like mm-hmm. binge Cobra Kai, chill the fuck out, and, and, and just give yourself some rest. And, and yo, man, like you know you work for these companies and shit like that they beat the shit out you man don't give a fuck man mm-hmm. like, like a motherfucker they run through you bro and i i just i just watched this whole thing um so if folks love if you out there and you love like um if you love like uh the daily show when that shit was really good and shit like that watch some more news 
Ooh, with my okay. man Cody Johnston on YouTube. Yeah. Some more news. Fucking excellent, dog. They just did a whole thing about how, like, the GOP hates public education and shit like that. And, like, it's an hour and 20 minutes that's, like, comedy, but also mixed with, like, in-depth, like, research and reporting of, like, yeah. how they've actively, since the... uh since um desegregation of schools how they actively have tried to like put all that shit back into place and it's slowly yeah. falling back into place uh, and they talked oh, about God, God. No, my bad i didn't, cut, I didn't mean to cut you up but the, uh i just wanted to add in that one last thing is that that basically saying like public schools now are just basically factories to turn you out to work in the workforce and get worn down it's just how mm-hmm. these schools work you know what yeah. i mean it's uh i don't want to get uh, too far, too far. Off, but yeah, uh, that reminded me of uh, a guy named Glenn Ford. Uh, rest in peace. He died, uh, I think, a year or two ago. Um, but he had been talking about that for a long time and breaking down how if you trace the uh, so okay, basically the GOP and like their conservative mm-hmm. uh, like money people made a decision like okay we're gonna try to push charter schools and like vouchers school Mm -hmm. choice or whatever we're gonna try to push that on black families as a means of like basically resegregating schools like you said you know what i mean and there's like so much conservative money tied into like the push for charter schools and the push to uh break down public education Mm -hmm. and all of that shit. And, you know, like most things in America, you follow the fucking money, then you see the intention and the reason why certain shit looks the same. But I don't think, you know, as a culture, we really understand that process. We know it to a degree, but, like, whenever some shit, to me, I'm trained this way, Whenever anything is getting too much traction or an idea is moving, my immediate thought is like, well, what's behind this? Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think we look into that shit enough. Dog, that's why I, when that when all that shit came out and it was all over social media about like Illinois is like uh getting rid of like cash bail for like ninety percent of their crimes and all this other shit. And like people were mm-hmm. like, Oh my god, like they're just gonna let you can kidnap somebody and they're gonna let you go home and blah blah blah. Like you don't want, you won't mm-hmm. get charged for it. And all this thing started to switch to you won't get charged for any of these crimes and it's just like <laughs> Yeah. I, so I someone sent it to me and I was just like, yo, this is just right wing propaganda. Like all they're saying is that cash bail is going to be eliminated for these things. Cash bail is essentially just like in it just like punishment for poor people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Most, you know, you get people who serve a fucking jail sentence in Rikers Island because they can't afford bail. Yeah. You know what I Without, mean? And, and, and a lot of times they're not even to the irony of, uh, the right saying, oh, they won't charge you with this. They won't charge you with that. They're not charging niggas with anything anyway. Nah. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker, you could walk up the street and a cop could, in New York City, a cop could grab you off the street and say, yo, you did it. Yeah. You look like the bull. And throw you in fucking Rikers mm-hmm. where anything can happen to you. And they don't even got to charge you with nothing. Nah. They hold you in there six, eight, twelve months. Mm-hmm. No charge, no trial, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Which is allegedly a violation of your quote, quote unquote, like right to a speedy trial. Yep. You know, 
Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a nightmare. Though. People be spending years waiting to go to trial because they can't afford Imagine bail. Imagine that shit. Some shit you know you ain't do. And then... If I did some <clears throat> shit and motherfuckers caught me, I'd be like, oh, you know, all right, I did this shit. I'll try to get away with it, but, mm-hmm. you know, they caught me. But Some and, shit you ain't even do. And that's part of it, too, where it's like... Because that... And this is where it affects like poor people the worst is that you know then that person loses their job because they can't they can't show up for their job so now they don't have a job they lose their place to live or whatever situation they did have like all that shit has ripple effects man you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and um it's why ending cash bail needs to needs to be needs to be done period but um yeah yeah yeah, before i don't want to get too far into the weeds on uh on that shit um Mm -hmm. before we get into our topics this week we want to push again don't forget um, seriousrapshit.com you can get all our merchandise there uh, we have the uh, put some tea in this john and put some coffee in this john mugs there our t-shirts hoodies hats all of it it's all there seriousrapshit.com it's in the uh, it's in the link in our um, bios on our social media for serious rap shit on Instagram and Twitter also the Vivo page just want to push this a little more don't forget folks like there's there's literally if you fuck with the podcast Go follow the Serious Rap Shit Vivo page on YouTube because there's like exclusive shit there. There's episodes essentially that are just exclusively on that site. So if you fuck with the podcast, you want to be following um, the, the Vivo page, Serious Rap Shit Vivo, all one word in our uh, in your search bar on YouTube. It'll pop up. Follow us there. And you get a lot of shit, man. There's o- almost 100 videos up there. And a lot of it is just exclusively for there. Our documentary, Another Word for Paradise, is up there. So if you want to check it out, that's where you go. Um, but uh, for the for the news this week, um, I don't know if you see this. Uh, um, Egon, uh, who he's was down with like Man Lib and them, right? Like that was, he like ran the label yeah. and shit, right? He was, he... Um was or is Mad Lib's manager, but he mm-hmm. also was an exec uh, at Stone's Stone Throw, Throw Records. Yeah. I think that's where most people uh, first met or knew about Egon. So um, him and Kwali have gone back and forth with some stuff uh, because like, there was a whole thing where he was like holding up the, the Mad Lib and, and Blackstar album. Um, yeah, Kwali, yeah, Kwali said that a while ago. Yes. That it, yeah. was, that it was Egon. That uh, was his his. Well, I don't want to put his government name out there, but yeah, yeah. He, died. <laughs> so, he he was the one. Um, yeah, allegedly holding up the the Mad Lib Black Star. Yeah, for uh, money, like essentially, like basically holding it ransom for money. Um, yeah. and saying like you know he wanted he wanted more money out of it, and Quali was just like you didn't do anything on the album. You don't deserve anybody for the album. So, yeah. um, there was that whole thing, and then apparently. He there was just court a lawsuit filed from um uh MF Doom's wife um that he has like two of his rhyme books and won't return them. Yeah, that's the word. And yeah, it's crazy because um Quali posted on his Instagram uh maybe like a week or two ago um that basically uh he he, he screenshot uh email that uh Egon had sent to him like Quali, mm-hmm. you're a bully, you know, da 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 I don't want to fuck with you, all this other stuff, which I have literally seen Quali bully people yeah, exactly. on the internet. So <laughs> he's he's right and exact with that right there. Uh but Quali 
took that like, oh, you gonna send me this shit? Let's let's take it yeah. to the next level. You gonna air it all out? <laughs> so yeah, he 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 let it uh, be known that Egon, like you said, was in possession of like rhyme books that uh, Doom had had wrote, and you know the family Doom's wife came out and confirmed this later. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, even when Doom was alive, we were trying to get this stuff back from Egon, and, and for context. For folks who don't know and who may not be in like the record collecting world, Egon's a collector, like a heavy, mm-hmm. hardcore collector. So, you know, I don't know the whole details of this whole shit. I'm inclined to believe Kwali and I'm absolutely inclined to believe Doom's wife. Absolutely. I think that we have to have a conversation about these like mostly white uh, collector men who feel entitled to like black art and 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 music and and all of this other stuff because another uh accusation that Kwali made was that uh Egon buys up the rights to like super rare music mm-hmm. right so if my mom made like some gospel record in the 60s you know, and I'm I'm like a poor nigga in the hood. I don't know, you know, that there's this whole cottage industry around rare gospel music or rare black music. Somebody like Egon will find, you know, the family of mm-hmm. this artist. The artist will be deceased or they're 80 or 90 years old or some shit. He'll find them, buy the rights to their records. And then when somebody samples this music, he then Egon it. gets paid. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So these guys uh, buy up this stuff and then also kind of they're tastemakers so they can make it attractive. So it's like, okay, you know, you ever see the Wiz when uh, they kept changing the the color of the day? Yeah. The color of the day today is green. So these record collectors can buy up, you know, certain little like uh, styles of music and then convince all the producers, oh, this is the fly shit to sample now. Mm-hmm. So they're getting paid, you know, on the back end. So I think that's, you know, the the Doom rhyme book thing is important. When Quali said that shit, I was like, yeah, that's also what we need to be talking about. Who's owning this music and how mm-hmm. these collector guys are coming in, buying all of this shit up. Yeah, I think there needs to be a huge... Um um, a huge discussion on like rights ownerships uh, for music. Like it's one thing to be like, "Hey, man, you know, like back in the day, that's just how it worked. Like the label owned, you know, ninety percent of your publishing and blah blah blah." It's like okay, but like a lot of those deals aren't in place anymore. They're not in perpetuity. So like we need to start talking about like how rights are handled with people in their music. You know what I mean? Yeah. We still doing this shit? Yeah. Like, like motherfuckers was doing in the 30s or the 40s and shit? Yeah. Yeah. There it's needs crazy. to be some real talk about like uh, um, where a rights ownership goes. Um, and, you know, again, I think that's a large part of the, the reason why um, the music industry has pushed so hard against like unionization of musicians. Yeah. Um, it's because they don't, you know, when they, listen, man, like, 
the, the company ain't your friend. Like it's never your friend in any situation. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah. And you know, if you had a union that could like talk to these artists before they're signing these 360 fucking deals and shit like that, they, those things wouldn't exist. Yeah. So, um, there definitely needs to be a talk and specifically about like, um, black, uh, music or indigenous music or, um, Latin music, whatever. Like there needs yeah. to be a talk when there's like, you know, white tastemakers saying what is this and, and also yeah. like co-opting ownership of all these different things. Y'all just own all this shit. Yeah. That you don't got no cultural connection to. I man, you know, I'm a collector. I don't even really like that term. I got records. I don't you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even like the term collector. I just got records. But like, um, you know, I see this kind of shit and I see like, you know, I don't know, fucking white dudes from wherever and they're buying up like any any jazz record from the sixties where it's like black dudes made it and they got like a, a Muslim name, like they got like an Arabic name. It's like some righteous jazz or some shit, spiritual mm-hmm. jazz. They buying that up. I'm like, dog, what are you even connecting with with this shit? Not saying that you can't because of like race or whatever, but I'm like, are y'all really getting like a message out of this shit? Or is it just it's rare and you just buying it just to own it? Yeah, and to have it, you know what I'm saying. So, it's 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 crazy, and like the sense of entitlement to uh, this man's wife has been contacting you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If if um, and you can't. She apparently Doom's wife said that he didn't respond. He didn't, mm-hmm. you know, get back to her. You can't respond to this man's wife, Doom, who made all of y'all so much money. And gave so much to uh, to this culture. You can't respond to that man wife when the fucking BBC call y'all and want to do a documentary on y'all. Or when somebody want to fly y'all to Japan mm-hmm. to fucking sh- to poorly DJ wear <laughs> records somewhere. Y'all motherfuckers can show up for that shit. You know what I mean? Y'all can return them emails. But if Doom wife emailing y'all, y'all can't hit her back. That shit is crazy. It's crazy. I don't, I don't understand collector culture, where it's like I just want to own it to own it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, man. Like I, I'm just a person who's like, oh man, if I want it, it's because like I want to have it and like I want to play it and listen to it. And there's a connection to this, but just to yeah. own something to own something, I don't get. I never got yeah. that kind of idea where it's like I just want to own it to own it. It's like. If I buy sneakers, like I love sneakers, I wouldn't call myself a sneakerhead or anything like that because I'm like not obsessively like watching StockX and shit like that for sneakers. Yeah. But like if I buy it, like I like to buy sneakers and like when I have some money, I'm going to spend lots of money on fucking sneakers. I know I am. Yeah. But I'm going to wear every one of them too. Like I'm not going to buy shit not right. to wear. I don't understand the concept of ownership not to to use. You know what I mean? I don't and, get around to a lot of my shit, you know what I'm saying? Because just well, you, you have know. copious amounts of records, but Man. you buy you shit because you want to have it. Just, yeah, yeah, you can't tell because you can only see this, but like all of this and all of this and at my mom's crib, like is yeah, it's, it's records, but like you know, yeah, I I I buy this shit with the intention of listening to mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? Flipping it, DJing it somewhere, you know, it's not just 
you know, hoarding shit. And I'm certainly not hoarding, you know, the rights to anybody's yeah. music. You're not, you're not buying with the intent to exploit it. Yeah. Motherfuckers and took it to another level mm -hmm. where before it was, oh, I'm going to just buy Rare Records. You know what I mean? Now motherfuckers is buying the rights to people's music. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, because they know they can get it cheap and shit like that. It, it's, it, it ties into our next topic. Um, and that's capitalism. And Jay-Z <laughs> saying... Yes. Um, and Jay-Z saying that being called a capitalist is as bad as being called the N-word. Um, I've so, never been called a capitalist. So I, I yeah, know. exactly. Um, so... I, uh, so I, I get this aspect of it. First of all, JC's a capitalist. I've, I've known that since the first fucking album. Like, like you, you telling us who you are, bro. Yeah. We know you. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not surprised at all by like Jay Z being like, yo, I'm a capitalist. But like, I mean, he's been a capitalist since the, since the very beginning. That's not, there's been no change in who Jay Z is. He, like, it, I think part of it is like the 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 whole thing of like, hey man, if someone tells you who they are, believe them. It's like, yeah, he's told me he's a capitalist. I believe he's a right. fucking capitalist. Um, I know there's like people who are like, oh man, he likes to align himself with like the ideas of like Fred Hampton and shit like that. And it's like, <laughs> I, yeah, in a sense, but he's always been a fucking yeah. capitalist. Like, the ideas, yeah. <laughs> the ideas, um, the imagery, Che Guevara yes. t-shirts in the two thousands. All of that. Yeah. All of that. I think he likes to, like, idealize himself as, like, a, you know, like, oh, I'm a freedom fighter. And it's like... That's what it is. Yeah. That's really what it is. But, like, you know... There's, there's, there's an old saying. I can't remember exactly how it goes. But something, something, cake and eat it, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Know what I mean? like, and I think that Hove um, probably you know has a real respect for you know what fred hampton stood for yeah or what you know che guevara stood for or whatever uh but he's not gonna not be hove too you know what i'm saying and like like with the the occupy uh, that shit came back up in the wake of this yes. conversation yeah, yeah. about jay-z being a capitalist and uh for folks who don't know when um the occupy wall street uh movement jumped off jay-z uh <laughs> attempted to co-opt it because it w was bugged out about it uh i was thinking about this this morning occupy was a, a mass phenomenon yeah you know of of grassroots organizing to to challenge capitalism directly and it had anarchist roots and and all of that you don't hear about that shit at all in pop culture at all it's like they you know when they knock down a building and and put cement over <laughs> <laughs> over the site where it was you don't hear about that shit at all and i think there's a reason but you know for months and months people were out in the streets yeah you know and uh, in, in protesting against capitalism hove you know decided uh that he he wanted to create t-shirts that said not occupy wall street but occupy all, all streets. streets and you know he got fucking vicious vicious blowback and this conversation, because he said on, on uh, Clubhouse, which if I was famous, dog, I wouldn't be on a motherfucking Clubhouse, oh. but, you know, whatever. It's, it's your life. 
he said on this thing about being called a capitalist is you know the equivalent of being called a nigger or it's like being called a nigger or whatever mm-hmm. um he it it when this came out it showed me that he hasn't really and holds brilliant mm-hmm. he's a smart dude he hasn't really learned that old lesson from you know yeah. occupied the occupied days he still hasn't learned you know you Making money and getting out the hood is good for you. It's good for your family. It's good for your people around you. It's good for whoever you know you may hire mm-hmm. and and give an opportunity. That's where it ends. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Fred Hampton's work or the work that uh, you know a million different revolutionaries have attempted to do was for the collective good. You know what I'm saying. The idea of tearing down a brutal and exploitative system which is what you know uh fred hampton and all of them people were about it wasn't just you know oh equal rights it was no it was an anti-capitalist movement that the panthers and all them folks were involved in that's for the collective good hove i think he gets the two confused and you know you being who you are and being a billionaire and all of that you're not on the side of Fred Hampton and all of those no. guys that you admire. You can admire them. You can, you know, throw little, like bars about them in there and like big them up and shit. But y'all aren't on the same side. Fred Hampton talked about people like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that um, Jay in equating the two, like, oh, y'all saying this about me being a capitalist is equivalent to you know, a racial slur, a deeply offensive racial slur. I think that that kind of shows where his class consciousness is. Mm -hmm. You saying bad things about me being rich is the equivalent of you calling me a nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's telling me something about uh, your values, essentially, how you see this whole chessboard. Yeah, I, it, it ties in a little, I think, to um, what happened with the Queen passing and all that kind of shit, right? And then when people were mm-hmm. like, yo, the British fucking empire was terrible and she was the head of the British empire for a fucking hundred years, essentially, and blah, 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 right? All and people facts. Were, yeah, and people were just <laughs> like, oh, you, like, you should respect the dead. And it's like, well, she didn't respect black and brown folks when they were alive. Why the fuck should any of them respect her when she's dead? Like, yeah. it... Like, you can't be at the top and then go like, well, you can't say that because that mm-hmm. you're you're like, I, I'm being offended. I'm being attacked by this. It's like yeah. you can't tell the aggrieved how to grieve or how to deal. And mm-hmm. like, you know, the British Empire went around the world. There's a reason why English is spoken all over the fucking place. But they say the sun never set yeah. on the British Empire. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I think there's a there's an aspect. I, I think you're 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 um you saying like the class diagnosis aspect of it. Yeah, it just shows his class status. Like that dude's a billionaire, yeah. and there's also a part that comes to it when you get to that level of like how removed he is from everyday life. 
Like I, I remember Khaled was talking about like they asked him like how'd you get that that whole verse on the on your new record? He was like, mm. oh man, like Hove heard it and was like he wanted to come through and do it, blah 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 blah. So like he flew in on a helicopter, he landed, did the uh did the verse, and it was like, yo, I got a meeting to go to, and like hopped into his helicopter and flew away. Oh, and shit. I was just like <laughs> that where so it's like if anybody watches Succession. It's like those people mm-hmm. are so far removed from yeah. from like the how everyday people operate. Jay is far removed from that, dude. Like, which he's you know supposed to be. Yes, because you're absolutely. not fucking Fred Hampton. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like Fred Hampton was living in like a cooperative apartment, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. A nigga that a nigga that was living in the hood in an apartment with a bunch of other motherfuckers yes. that was fighting for freedom and was so accessible. That the government paid a nigga to go in, put mm-hmm. something in his drink so he could be sleepy and drowsy so they could come in, storm his house early in the morning and shoot him. Yeah. You're not him. Nah. Which is fine. You know yes, what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's fine. I don't know. Somebody else said this on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what uh, I'm, I'm blaming social media because everything's like more connected mm-hmm. and accessible. Rich niggas didn't give a fuck when we was kids. Like. You think Donald Trump care that we all despised him in the 80s? Nope. Y'all want to be billionaires and be loved? Yes. That's it's the, one or the other, dog. Yeah. It's one or the other. Yeah. I saw the, they they uh Jeff Bezos had like retweeted a tweet of somebody who was like criticizing uh, uh the British Empire and Queen Elizabeth. And they were like, yo, he was like, this This is supposed to be a leader in thought and blah, 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 blah. And they were like, they're criticizing this person who's dead. And they were like, and someone tweeted back, just like, imagine what they're going to say about you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And it's just like, yeah, man, like, I, yeah, I think that's part of it. Like, when we grew up, like, the lifestyles that are rich and famous, no one was like, you know what I really want? I want the proletariat to, like, really yeah. care about me. Like, I want the no. people's approval. <laughs> Like, do you think Trump was like, you know what? I shouldn't buy a gold toilet because, like, the proletariat's gonna become um, too removed. Like, no, yeah. he bought a fucking gold toilet. Give a fuck? Yeah. Hove, Hove, God bless him. You know, <laughs> he's fucking on his, like, burner account on Twitter. Yeah. And reading what, you know, I don't fucking know who, whoever's, like, grinding him up. Yeah. Come on, dog. Like, why would Jay care what the fuck I had to say about him? Who cares, man? Just, dog, you're, you're, like, there is some actual good stuff you're trying to do. Just go do that shit, man. Don't worry yeah. about, I, I think, like, there's an aspect of, like, legacy to these guys that, like, they want it. Like, they want that, mm-hmm. they want that, like, that legacy of, like, yo, you want to be beloved, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, d- don't worry about that kind of shit, dude. Just do yeah. what you, like, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't be that dude. See, I, I think that's a difference too. It's like I think that goes back to what we talked about earlier. Just of like, I didn't, I don't want to buy people's shit to be like, oh, I want ownership of something that I don't actually want. Like I don't have those kind of feelings. I, I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I would describe myself as a socialist. So like, I don't think in those types of terms. But like, that's just me. Yeah. But you know what I mean. And like, rich people, Bezos. If you want to be beloved and you don't want niggas talking shit about you on Twitter. And homelessness, nigga. Yes, redistribute the wealth. You know shave I mean? off, shave off some of those fucking billions and billions of billions that you got, and create a mass housing initiative. Yeah, create 
have you know uh, a partnership because y'all motherfuckers can partnership with the government for everything else. Create some kind of partnership with the government to create like a uh, I don't fucking know a a, a, a food drive and a rolling food drive where no yeah. no child man woman otherwise starves a day in america goes hungry a day in america just have a rolling supply and set up distribution centers coordinated with the fucking national guard whatever you got to do and end uh 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 homelessness and 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 hunger in this country do that and niggas will hate you less yeah otherwise fucking you know tough titty yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying just gonna have to get, yo listen man it's either you want obscene wealth and you know what I mean? More money than you could ever spend in 20 lifetimes and you get hated on or you fucking like, or you distribute that wealth out. Like there's just yeah. two and people might like you like this. It doesn't make yeah. sense, man. Like you, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like the, the want to be like, I want to be ultra wealthy and throw it in people's faces and talk about my Basquiat's on albums and then also <laughs> be liked by the commoner. Like, this is not, not going to happen. You know, I'm not a capitalist. I'm not fucking Basquiat's. You've been rapping about this shit for 15 years. Hey, dog, come on. Shout out to Hove. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Shout out to Hove. <laughs> Um, I think we can move to new music for the week. Did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been rocking with uh, it's a remix. The original is uh, Ice Spice out of uh, the Bronx, but her song Munch is like the biggest song in the fucking world or some like drill shit right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Harris Cole remixed it and the original you know, drill is like hard. You know what I'm saying. Even though uh, Ice Spice, her flow is is kind of like soft and understated, but you know the beat is real hard. But this Harris Cole flip, it's jazzy. It's got like these beautiful pianos. Like the bass line is crazy. It's real in pocket. So like the flip is real gorgeous. Like I like the original. Mm-hmm. The flip is crazy. I've been playing it really. All last week is like the thing I've listened to the most. most. I've just been like running it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, just on repeat like crazy. So yeah, that's that's uh, what I've been fucking with. You know, shout out to Ice Spice, shout out to Harris Cole. Uh, you know, I love a good flip. I love a good remix. So yeah, Yo, that's man. that's what I've been re- really rocking with. Remix culture is one of the things like because it, it happens regularly now, but it's not as it's not as popular. Like in the '90s, it was you know mid to late '90s, it was all the thing. I, I miss like the remix culture uh, you hear being them as on popular. Radio, and, yes, and, like, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, people, yeah. Cars riding by, like new versions of shit. Shit yeah. now is more so contained to the internet. Like yeah, a real it might pop up on a fucking on, on a playlist or some shit like that. You yeah. know what I mean? A real ill remix usually lives on on uh on the internet. But yeah, yeah this shit, this this month shit is crazy. Where I'm gonna check that John out. Um, I would check that. I mentioned this uh, this new single um, a couple weeks ago, um, but the Sunny Jim and the Purist uh, mm. record, White Girl Wasted. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good, man. So so mm. so so good. I love it. My yo, sonically, it's fucking insane. The Purist like destroys it 
beat wise. Um, Premier pops up. I think he added drums and scratches Ooh. to a record. Nice. Um, and uh, Madly pops up on a record. Um, he co-produced that joint, but mm-hmm. like um, it's got J Electronica, MF Doom on it. Um, that was a single I talked about um, a few weeks ago. But yeah. this joint, oh man, really, really good, man, really good. Dude's out of um, London. I uh, know. Excuse me. I think he's out. He might not be out of London. He's out of England. I know that. Um, definitely check it out. Sunny Jim. Um, and the purest white girl wasted. I do. It's one of my favorite records so far this year. I really, really like it. It's really oh, shit. good. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, besides that, you can check us out on the social medias, um, seriousrapshit.com. Excuse me, serious rap shit on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indie underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Um, that's how you keep up with us. You'll see all the stuff going on. Um, anytime we're like, you know sometimes our schedules get a little hectic and we can't record um as regularly but like we're we try to we try to keep you guys informed on that kind of stuff and when out when stuff's coming out um and um you can also catch see that and you can see any kind of future stuff we're working on because the stuff gets posted there um uh seriousrapshit.com for all our merchandise um and serious rap shit vivo you put that in your search bar on youtube our our vivo channel will pop up all our stuff is there. There's so much stuff there. You can check out. There's exclusive shit just to that uh, Vivo page. So if you fuck with the podcast, you want to fuck with that. Um, besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take this rap shit to you.